All right, let's do this one more time. Welcome to Sync Floyd, the podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up with Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. I'm your friendly neighborhood Gareth Blackler, and joining me is your friendly neighborhood James Barron. Hi, it's James Hyphen Barron here, coming in <laughs> hot and ready for a podcast about Spider Hyphen Man, everyone's favorite superhero. I think he's probably like one of the most popular ones, right? Up yeah, there, he's up, up there with Batman and Superman, who's sort of fallen off the radar. But Batman yeah, definitely. Don't like Superman, eh? Maybe Iron Man's up there now. Like, yeah, Iron Man's got to be up there just through cinematic fame. But yeah, yeah, definitely not from the comics. But he's one of the greats. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, and it's not just this one Spider-Man. I know you like Spider-Man. They've talked about him before in that weird seventies <laughs> movie. <laughs> So we're doing you one better, and we're adding five more spider people with yeah. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. It is kind of great that both of the Spider-Man movies that we've watched have featured multiple Spider-Men. Like, <gasps> that is... Oh, yeah. That is kind of great, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, a film that I had not seen until Monday of this week. Um great one why had you not seen it i know this movie is so you i know <laughs> coming off of seeing it now i, I feel like a bloody fool i've yeah. been made an, i've made a bloody mess of myself gareth goodness gracious why didn't i see this in the cinema when i could um what were you doing at the start of 2019 when it came out um what, what was keeping you so busy i have no idea i think i just started a new job potentially okay yeah, yeah that'll do it Oh man, it wasn't good. I had no good reasons not to go and see this film when it was uh, immediately released. Wow. I went alone during the day on the sunniest day of the year. I was like, so amped for this movie. Wow. Hell yeah. I mean, I'd seen the trailers. I think my um, problem with it, I was like incredibly burnt out on Marvel at this stage. Yeah. Um, like... I'd seen basically all a lot. I was one of those people, you know. Everybody went out there and saw all the Marvel movies going along, all the Avengers and stuff. And like by the time when did this come out? Like after the the second Avengers movie ish, or the, this was in between um, Avengers: Infinity War and Avengers: Endgame. Okay, so that's yeah. why I I I finished mm. I watched um, Infinity War and I was like I think I'm done with marvel <laughs> yeah. I, I watched that movie and i walked out of it like completely exhausted i was like yeah this is i, I didn't enjoy it there's <laughs> a hot take about the old thanos no, and Infinity i War. would agree with you that movie is actually i do not really enjoy it i find uh endgame to be amazing i think endgame completely wins you back you see, you I've, to see that. I've never seen endgame it's, it's the thing ah. it's like it burned me so bad yeah, to the sure. point where i was just like i'm kind of done and so I never watched it. I just it was like Spider a new Spider-Man's coming out. It's animated. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." But I just I'm sort of done with superhero movies. And boy, what a fool I was because <laughs> this is the best one. It's the best Superman best superhero movie ever, I would say. Whoa. That's whoa. quite the claim, but god damn, I love this one. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so, so interesting cuz this movie could exist without the characters being Spider-People. I guess like it's you true. could have just made a multiverse action movie, but I think the idea that it's it's almost makes it intentional that they've rebooted Spider-Man three times. Oh my like, god! Yeah, 
it, because now you, you're kind of used to that story and you can see it twisted and played with. They the way they play with the the tropes of Spider Man and all the yeah. like the rehashing of the origin story and all the like the memes that they reference with Spider Man is <laughs> yeah. kind of crazy. Like it's so in touch with what Spider Man is and like everything around it that it's just it like perfectly encapsulates like. The, the the movie without hamming it up like all the other spider-man movies have you know they take yeah. themselves way too seriously and this one doesn't at all and it's great yeah um <sighs> i wouldn't say that this movie is a comedy either like it just sort of like has jokes in it and plays with the stuff that everybody knows about spider-man you know oh man yeah and it's also like it can be super serious and like it earns oh, its yeah. seriousness it earns it's like even when it does kind of dip into familiar spider-man storytelling it's earned it because it's willing to play with it and willing to put in the work i think yeah man like yeah i was just so impressed with this movie top to bottom if you are a fool like me and you haven't seen this movie before now and you are listening to this podcast which is going to ruin the whole thing holy crap yeah. watch into the spider-verse it's really good 10 out of 10 James yeah, Barron's. We'll starts. wait. We'll wait for you to watch it. I, I could put a two hour pause in this episode. <laughs> I don't know what that'll do to our metrics on Spotify. <laughs> How would people even know to come back? <laughs> it's like a timestamp in the description. This sounds like a bad idea. I don't think we should okay. do it. I do I might do it, it for a either that YouTube version or a separate YouTube version. Okay. The like <laughs> leave it <laughs> reserved silence for yeah. you to watch Spider-Verse. <laughs> oh my gosh um but yeah we we still did watch this film with pink floyd i watched it properly and then watched it with pink floyd because i hadn't seen it before as is our law um per the blood oath um and (laughs) yeah uh do you want to get in and just die i just really want to talk about this movie because i loved it Uh, all right all right let's Let's, let's do this one more time one One more time. time um yeah jumping in as we do speak to me opening titles you know the drill that's how it goes yeah. um there's a really fun glitch effect over the all the little features of the film all the little intro-y ca- like studios and all that stuff I, i'm already into the art yeah. style of this movie from like the go um fucking breathe launches in as we get like opening credit stuff and then, yeah, we get the, the Spider-Man origin story that we all know and love. Like, it's really quick. I would say over the course of, like, yeah. a minute and a half or possibly two minutes at the whole... Well, it takes place the entire instrumental build-up of Breathe. Yeah. It starts as soon as the guitars do and then ends as soon as the vocals do. Just start. Yeah, as soon as the vocals start at the end. So that's mm. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's also... Yeah, I just really appreciate that the film does this. It's like... Yeah, it, it covers off all the all the Spider-Man mythos that you need right at the top of the film. Yeah. Really easily. And it's done with, like, a fun, like, comic booky effect as well, of the top. Um, yeah, and you get, like, some references to the other movies. Yeah. You kind of... Um, you also get, like, great jokes about his Christmas album and his Popsicle. <laughs> yeah, he, like, does the wee dance from Spider-Man 3 that is yeah. much maligned. Um, but, like, <sighs> they pay homage to it. It's like, yeah, I did this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this may be embarrassing, but it's part of who I am. Um, yeah. Really good. I just, I, like, I'm already sold. Um, oh, yes. And then, yeah, it's like he talks about being, like, the only Spider-Man. And then, um, yeah, we go to Miles, who's chilling out, a main character. 
He's yeah. jamming to some bloody quality Floyd in his headphones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is bobbing pretty much in time to breathe. Yeah, liking it. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, he's running off to school. He's starting a new school. It's not really clear why he's starting a new school. I think it's just to, like, throw the character out of depth, but, you know. Like, yeah, he got, like, go. a scholarship lottery or something. Yeah, I think this is also yeah. shown in the intro with the, like, um, there's lots of references to the number 42 throughout. Yes. And, um there's like a short shot of like all these lotto balls all over the place and one of them is a big 42 that's in center frame i think this is representative of that lottery i don't know yeah unclear but hey but also you know um payback to another part of um, the sink floyd universe with hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy yeah the so we've got to give it that ultimate answer to the ultimate question um yeah is spider-man mm-hmm. who is spider-man who knew it was this film and they were bloody <laughs> yeah. right it's yeah. a really good film. Like, <laughs> bloody Deep Thought was just watching this. Yeah. Like, they got that little tiny TV out to watch, and this was the first thing on it. And they were like, oh, they just don't get it, man. This film rules. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I just want to note at the start here as well that, like, I immediately off the bat noticed the frame rate of these characters. Um, the animation yeah. style. It's all. This is an animated movie, if you don't know. And, um,. Yeah, the animation style was incredibly framey for a lot of the characters. And the frame rate changes for different characters, depending on the yeah. animation style, where they're from, uh, what like dimension they're from. Um, and so I just found that really interesting, first of all. Uh, like, just from a technical standpoint, to even do that. Because it's super yeah. noticeable right at the start, but you just sort of, like, it sort of just blends in later on. Yeah, you get used to it, eh? Yeah. So this film had the most animators Sony Pictures has ever hired for an animated film. Holy crap. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they spent a year working on just, like, 10 minutes. That's a proof of concept. Wow. That's insane. And then once they got that 10 minutes down, they just, like, nailed the rest of the film. I mean, yeah. Stylistically, this movie bloody nails it. Like, it yeah. walks the line of doing the, like, CGI 3D thing and also hand-drawn cartoon style yeah. at the same time. And also, on top of that, everything is layered over with, like, a colour halftone com- yeah. comic book, like, circular, uh, like, pattern, you know? So, so it looks like it's ripped straight from a comic book, but, like, brought to life in cinema. It's genius. It looks amazing. Yeah. Every and there's a bit of, of a, like, RGB glitch quite a lot, even in oh, the yeah. non-glitchy scenes, which is another element, which all of this shouldn't work together... But I guess you give 100 animators a year, they're right. going to figure that out. On paper, this sounds like a nightmare on the level of, like, Speed Racer, where, like, you would expect <laughs> yeah. this to be, like, way too much visual information on screen at the same time. If you would expect to be, like, your eyes to be blitzed after watching this movie. Yeah. But it fucking works. It's really yeah, good. It's never You're never overwhelmed by it. And it just, like, it doesn't, like, hit you over the head with a thousand changing images. It uses it sparingly, like the the glitchy effect yeah. as well. So oh, it's it's good, guys. Yeah, I like this movie. If you haven't caught uh. cottoned on yet, um, <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, anyway, Miles is off to school. He's like sticking stickers around town uh, as you do, getting your name out yeah. there like a cool kid. But he gets picked up by his dad, who's a cop. Um, great stuff the, uh, the dad is voiced by the guy who plays alfred in um atlanta yeah great stuff i like looked up the cast of this a- afterwards and i was like nice i like this guy <laughs> yeah i'm glad you got to like you know have a watch with um the uh actual voice actors <laughs> yeah <laughs> i felt like it was important 
for this movie, you know. Yeah. In for general, sure. in general, if I hadn't seen a movie before and we chose choose it, I'll watch it. If I don't, if I dive into a movie uh, without without watching it first and just listen with Floyd, it's because I don't respect the movie and it hasn't like <laughs> it hasn't led me wrong before. I th- like. I, I feel like my hubris will get the better of me someday, and I'll like yeah, watch a movie with yeah, I'll watch a movie with Pink Floyd and sort of ruin it for myself. But well, I'm wondering if that's a self fulfilling prophecy. Like you go in only doing your Pink Floyd thing, and then that makes you enjoy the movie less. Like maybe, maybe Entourage, the movie is your favorite movie, and you just haven't given it the chance. <laughs> I mean, there is a chance that that is true. <laughs> It's a slim Again, chance. that voice act- I think we talked about it before, that voice acting and like music could just be what makes that movie. Yeah, it could be really good. <laughs> it's like, man, I just never appreciated how in the Entourage movie how all the soundtrack and all the like actual lines that the characters say match up with their mouths when you when they speak. <laughs> like being able to hear what they say really adds a, a new dimension yeah, of cinema. I didn't realise it was a full opera. <laughs> Holy shit. Please bring me the Entourage opera. Yeah. I would be back on board. Like, leaning real hard into the tragedy of the Entourage. Like, yes. if, it, if it becomes, like, full-on, like, like Sisyphean Greek tragedy level. <laughs> like, it's... But they're all just, like, douchebags trying to, like, yeah. get ladies. Fuck, that would work. That'd be yeah, really man. good. Douchebag opera needs to exist. Oh, my God. Get out... Get on it, Lin-Manuel. <laughs> You're probably the only one that can do it. Um, yeah uh speaking of douchebag opera okay pink floyd no i'm sorry mm. i take that back it's all right they're fine they're good boys <laughs> um there when miles starts like stickering and jumping around yeah. um on the run starts yeah and my note started with a holy cow co- comma on the run starts yeah there you go like and also it kind of works over this like car ride with dad sequence where yeah dad's talking about a coffee shop being called foam party which is a terrible name for a coffee shop in the dad's oh, yeah. defense. Like, holy moly, what were they thinking? I feel like you'd possibly get shut down just for, like, context, but hey. Um, <laughs> also, he notes that, like, he doesn't like Spider-Man. Spider-Man's coming over the, like, police scanner or whatever. And he's like, yeah. man, I don't like that vigilante Spider-Man. He's the worst. Oh, God. And, and Miles is like, Spider-Man's okay. Um yeah. And then yeah, there's the like, there's the chronically embarrassing uh, new kid at school sequence here, where the dad like gets him to say "I love you" in front of everyone by like talking yeah. through the police scanner. This is like, oh man, it threw me back to high school. This whole like saying "I love you" to your mum kind of feeling. It's just like, oh man, I want to be cool so bad. <laughs> yeah. Cool people feel no love. Exactly. I don't want people to know that I love my parents. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, it, like, it felt very real, this whole yeah. interaction, which was cool. Um, I also think it's kind of weird that Miles doesn't tie one of his shoes as a choice. Is this a fashion statement that I'm unaware of? Like, I often... Like, I just don't like being told my shoes are untied because... Yeah, so maybe it's just a defensive thing. Hey man, lace up. I'm not gonna... You gotta be safe. You fall on your face. It's a bad time. I, know, I feel like I had a whole summer, like last summer, of my shoes just been constantly being untied. And like, what? I couldn't just stop my friends every single time to tie them back up. Like, my friends have places to be. I would have appreciated it. I would have been like, that's fine. You gotta be, okay. you gotta be on top of your shoes, buddy. Before <laughs> your shoes get on top of you. Um, 
I'm ready to be a dad. I hear you're going around high schools giving that speech now. <laughs> yeah, I bring my own backwards chair to sit on. Uh, it's, it's a good one. Um, anyway, uh, the crash sound and on the run uh, goes as we get uh, the montage of uh, school stuff starting. Yes. Um, so immediately after that, there's like footsteps and stuff in the soundtrack. In the soundtrack, in Pink Floyd. Um, <laughs> and like, it's... Miles running all over the place, uh, running between classes, carrying books and stuff. So that works for me, getting these like yeah. footsteps over the just this little montage. Pretty nice. However, there's lots of clocks. There's lots of people saying late and talking about time. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting so excited to hear some Pink Floyd clocks in sync, and they do not sync. They do not. It, they come they in come when mid-word. the like teacher restarts her little slideshow thing, which yeah. there's not a sync, guys. Sorry. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel embarrassed. I love you, mum. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's also a sick little like preview cameo thing from Doctor Octavius on screen here. She's just yes. like a chill scientist at Alchemax. I thought nothing of this, but like on rewatch, it's like, oh shit, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's yeah. Good, eh? and that documentary, I swear, is based on the documentary we had to watch in my English class about like quantum physics, called like "What the Bleep Do We Know." Oh, wow. Did you ever have to watch this? No, I don't think so. Why was this an English class? Um, I don't know if we're talking about this on Mike. I had a very interesting English teacher hmm. who liked to just fit in anything she wanted to watch and tell you it was based on Hamlet. <laughs> Amazing. One week we watched like the last 20 minutes of the previous night's Dexter, and I'm pretty uh, sure it's just because she missed the last 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's like massively phoning it in. <laughs> Damn. It was so good. Does I loved this teacher still work at our high school? Um, let's not dox her. Okay, but I actually have no idea. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, let's briefly let's immediately cut away from that in case we accidentally <laughs> dox one of our great teachers. Uh, we're getting the intro to time now over like the the loudspeaker, but in the background, in the subtitles, I know that Notorious B.I.G., Biggie Smalls himself, <laughs> is busting at Hypnotize, and I am sad. I love Hypnotize. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, one of my top songs of all time. It's a great one. Uh, oh, that's good to know. And, uh, yeah, Uncle Aaron's putting this on as we're going to go visit him, which is Miles' yeah. uncle, brother of his dad, who, um is like the sort of the flip of his dad his dad like is a, is a cop is very straight laced and uncle aaron's like much looser has gotten in with some bad crowds and he's like but he's chill you know he's a good guy yeah yeah uh, yeah he totally would listen to pink floyd looking at his apartment probably it's very very fancy big speakers yeah big tv when he's not listening to biggie smalls he is yeah yes i'm surprised no one on the internet from my quick google has done a Dark Side of the Moon Biggie Smalls mashup. Like, you know how the internet what? loves mashing up Biggie Smalls or things? There must be one. That's crazy that there's not. Yeah, there's Dark Side of the Woo. Okay. We should probably sync that at one point. Absolutely. The, the Wu-Tang. Yeah. Like, which Wu-Tang song is it? Do you know? Um, DJ, DJ Pizdramentals did it. All right. Um, Terrible DJ name, but I love it. The songs are Intro, Release Your Delph, Oh, so these must be the actual Wu-Tang songs. Oh, it's like the, the whole album? Um, yeah, it goes for 23 minutes. Oh, neat. Okay. Yeah. So right. we'll, we'll tweet that or something. Sweet. Okay. I mean, and it's sink sort of it a, at some point. That's our brand. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, anyway, uh, Uncle Aaron tells them about a shoulder touch technique for yes. getting girls, which is hilarious in of itself. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's just trying to like guide uh, Miles to be this mentor for him in a weird way that his dad isn't. His dad is sort of trying to get to know Miles, but Miles is like pushing back on that because he's a teenager and his dad's a cop. Yeah. So, you know, kind of <laughs> kind of hard to gel with your dad when he's a cop and you're a teenager that's like, oh yeah it's like the op it's like mars and venus levels of difference you know uh if you if you understand what i'm trying to say there probably not <laughs> makes no sense i think you've complicated that metaphor quite a bit yeah but... they're bloody different all right yeah yeah and this guy's chill he listens to biggie it's fine um yeah yeah uh they go and put up a tag that miles has designed which is pretty cool um yeah his, it's his very good essay that he's supposed to write is called great expectations and the um uh tag that he puts up is called no expectations yeah um, and it's like him silhouetted in front of that it looks really cool um in the background we've got this little sneaky spider <laughs> glitching <laughs> out and like descending into frame he climbs up all over miles just wandering around and then he like has he bites him on his on his hand when he wants yeah. to take a wee pick. Surely nothing's going to come of that, though. Yeah, it's fine. The spider yeah. also has the number 42 emblazoned on its back. Um, yeah, and it often glitches around, which makes you wonder, is... This is probably the most obvious fan theory in the world, but that yeah. spider must have come from a different dimension. Highly likely, yes. Yeah, having not bitten its dimension, Spider-Man. Curiously, there is... Yeah, curiously, there is an existing Spider-Man, but, like... Yes. Um... Yeah, like, I, I think that's the case. It's warped in from a different dimension. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's a chill little spider. Doesn't yeah. go well for the spider, though. It dies. No. Gets smacked very easily by by Miles, and it's rip-a-roo for the old spider. Um, <laughs> yeah. Interesting, like like you said, it's got to be tied to it, because, like, I don't... Have you... You know the book Save the Cat? The, like script writing book no i've never heard of this ah. it's like um it's your most basic like uh structure thing and your character has to save the cat at the beginning to show that you like them okay um a lot of but there's a lot of weird asides on why the guy thinks certain movies doesn't work and mm. his big example is in spider-man the first one with toby Maguire and jk simmons yeah. and um etc <laughs> um <laughs> wow Kirsten Dunst, yep. friend of the show. There we go. Friend of the show, Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like, he says, no way was the audience going to believe that on the same week, Tobey Maguire gets bitten by a spider, Willem Dafoe also becomes Green Goblin. Yeah. Like, he's like, that's too many weird things. And in this movie, must be aware of that because it's like, hey, you think that's weird? We're going to have the same week he gets bitten, an interdimensional portal opens up. Yeah, I guess so. But like, the the it's sort of all tied together right and that like the interdimensional portal is the responsible for him getting bitten right yeah and that the spider comes from that and then also i think it's aware of it in the case that like all the different spider people that come from different dimensions are all coming from different points in time in their own um stories right they aren't like yeah this like the spider-man that first appears uh for, through the portal is um at a different completely different age from the spider-man that we have in this dimension so it's, yeah it's an interesting uh, interesting point on that but yeah yeah the other thing that book says though is that uh legally blonde has the perfect title so we have to take it with a grain of salt i mean 
It's like, Legally Blonde is a good title, but it is overly complicated, much like my Venus-Mars metaphor, is <laughs> what I would say. So, yeah, it is perfect then. Yeah, because like it's a riff on Legally Blind, right? Yeah. Which doesn't yeah. really land. No. If you want to hear me when I found out that it's a riff on Legally Blind, you can listen to the Cold Pop Show episode I'm on. There you go. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yes, okay. <laughs> What are we doing? I think I also brag about having Red save the cat on that one. <laughs> Do you? Anyway. All oh, right. Yeah. Hey, man, you got to uh, fill hire time. Hire me to be a scriptwriter, gang. I've read the book. Yeah, you talked about, like, seven earbud movies on that podcast, <laughs> so I can't really blame you for wanting to talk about basically anything else. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's a great, great podcast. Look that one up, guys. Um, yeah, there's... Uh, so he gets all imbued with spider magics now he gets all his own <laughs> powers and stuff and then yeah. does the classic um uh yeah what i've missed some point here i'm pretty sure that's right he goes home and he's sleeping and pink floyd sing home home again yes yeah but then he gets to school and he's starting to stick to things yeah i do also want to point out that his internal monologue and like thoughts oh, are yes. now appearing on screen as little comic text boxes which is bloody brilliant this is yeah. like a, another feature in this movie that's so so smart and i don't know why other comic book movies haven't done this yeah like to yeah. the to the point where like this is like the the execution is at the same level like probably the same level as scott pilgrim in terms of like translation from comic to screen like yeah for sure it's a, the best translation since that i would say yeah yeah uh he has a really weird interaction with uh gwen who calls herself wanda which is <laughs> yeah. not a name um and yeah we transition into great gig as he executes the shoulder touch <laughs> yeah uh, goes very badly i've written it doesn't go great because of his sticky powers which is not a good <laughs> sentence um no no it latches onto his hand latches onto gwen's hair and like they have to be like removed by the school nurse yeah uh but it does mean that gwen has a cool fade for the rest of the movie oh it's such a cool fade yeah she's not yeah. thrilled with it but i mean i guess you're like used to your own hair but it looks good yeah for sure uh, yes, um, there's a a really close up shot of Miles' eyes uh, after the sequence where he's like darting back and forth, everyone talking about him, and this works really well over the great gig vocal solo, is what I've put here. Yeah. Just the like screaming away, and he's like darting back and forth. Looks good. I'm into yeah, it. Uh, yeah, he like runs off. The security guard is after him for some reason. I'm not entirely clear on why, but uh he like chases him into his own office yeah where he starts playing the old spider-man christmas album like doubling down on that joke love that <laughs> there's yeah. a, a weird sequence where he like runs on the walls with birds attached to his hands <laughs> so many birds this like so the showrunners of this were the people that um or the like script writers that were the people that made clone high um, yes. A very formative comedy from Gareth and my youth. The, him hitting the window here and like zooming out of frame and the like teachers like looking back and forth between this just screams cl clone high to me. <laughs> like 
it's so their kind of humor which yeah i love yeah i just wanted to did you later notice the clone high billboard yes i did that, I, yes. that had been that's like the one thing i knew about this movie going in actually was that clone high <laughs> is a feature film in this universe oh uh, okay um, yeah yeah importantly there's like um in the in this uh dimension or whatever it's like clearly a different dimension to our own it's important to note like there's yes. a, they make a lot of effort to do that there's lots of references to things in our own dimension that um are slightly different like there's red x as opposed to fedex clone high yeah. has a movie there's like reference to um uh what's it uh what's his name john mulaney's show in there but it's called something yes different. i only called that this time yeah um oh hello and it's called a hi hello yeah this made me very happy just lots of like many little things especially on the billboards uh coca-cola yeah. has a different name but of course it does because movies but like yeah um there's little things like um the weekend's album Kissland. okay is out but it's got the cover art for the weekend's album starboy oh weird and yeah, Chance the Rapper, there's a poster of Chance oh, yeah. the Rapper's um, third album, but he's got a four on his hat, as if to say he's already released, he released he a released different a, album in this dimension. Extra, a little extra album yeah. in the middle. <laughs> Where do you, what do you think Cheeky is Chance. different about Pink Floyd in this dimension? Um, I think that the keyboardist and the drummer are swapped positions, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Got the it. only difference. Uh, anyway, he like gets back to his own room, and I do love that the Spider-Man comic that like lands on his face is perfectly mirroring the things that he's been saying out loud. So he like puts it together that he is a Spider-Man. Yeah. You know? Just doing his thing. Uh, and he's like trying to figure out who to call. Calls, his, calls Uncle Aaron, who's out. Calls uh, his dad, but he hangs up because he can't relate to his dad, who's a cop and um yeah there's it's all sad the end of great gig mm. you know yeah great gig closes out with him being like oh man i don't know what's going on he returns to the scene of the bite with the little spidery glitchy boy yeah who's chilling it's like this is a normal spider and it's like <laughs> <laughs> um i also want to point out that the the effect they use for spider sense in the throughout the movie here is really really nice the whole like screen like explodes out with like a sharp color contrast of everything yeah. from the character which is just so slick it looks really good <laughs> yeah they do a simpler version i guess when you get a smaller spidey sense as well where it's yeah. just like wavy lines around the characters heads little, which will little... later look really cool when there's all the characters feeling it yeah the little tinglies you know yeah. for the little buzz that you get it's good um, anyway, there's a big old battle happening in the background oh, of yes. this scene between Spider-Man and the Green Goblin, who is inexplicably huge in this movie. <laughs> Why is he so yeah. big? He's like a dude. I don't know. I, th I think in some comics they reinvented him to be like mutated in a monster. Okay. But it's really cool because uh, Peter Parker is calling him Norman, so he yeah. knows his like human name. <laughs> it is, yeah. All the, yeah. All the, all the um, like people have the superhero supervillain names but they also just call each other by their first names which <laughs> yeah. is great um, like old co-workers yeah they're all in an office together but yeah i was just sort of shook with how big he is yeah i i was all for it because we've seen green goblin already twice in different movie universes True. now and both times he's been like 
a weird old dude and then his bratty teenage son. So it's it was just great seeing like, oh no, bombs. this is a, this is a, this goblin is green. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed he didn't have a little fun hover bike thing that he, he <laughs> yeah. usually has. That, that's the only change. But he does have sweet like big wings to fly around. So that yeah. Um, yes. What else happened? Oh yes, another comic-y thing that this movie does is like when uh, people get hit there's like a big pow and things like that actually yes. show up on screen for a few frames which is another really great thing <laughs> yeah a lot of them are like great freeze frames that you could pull out of the movie as well uh just for like wallpaper purposes or whatever <laughs> but yeah i just i, I love that little detail <laughs> it's like, like a shout outs to like old adam west batman and stuff like that which is kind of sweet i was a bit annoyed none of them seem to sync up with any big uh, pink floyd hits but yeah. i can allow it that's fine it's all good yeah uh, yeah yeah the, bat- the battle continues miles gets like pulled into the this whole fight sequence through uh, circumstance and then um they go into this big like collider reactor thing yeah um, and yeah they spider-man like saves miles from falling to his death as the green goblin like plummets and i don't think is seen in the movie again maybe he no is. i don't think he does well no, he fucking... but does he fall into the uh collider yeah he like fall no he doesn't fall into the like beam or whatever he falls oh, into dang. like a little ravine kind of thing like he, oh, okay. he breaks the whole thing and then they have to re- like rebuild it so presumably they just like cover him over but <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of people oh, man, actually... i was hoping he'd like have fallen into there and we get some sort of like multiple green goblins in the sequel oh, that would have been great yeah <laughs> green goblin into into the goblin verse <laughs> yes that's my movie oh you love goblins <laughs> i do love goblins almost as much oh. as i love skeletons okay every time we meet a new spider person we're gonna have to ask what is the pink floyd of their universe and what is the green goblin in the <laughs> goblin verse perfect okay i'm cool. looking forward to that segment um <laughs> Yes, uh, they find out uh, that they both have powers. They like have a wee chat. There's a very short interaction between OG Spider-Man and Miles, with, which is very endearing to, yeah. to each other. They're like, "Oh man, I can show you some tips and stuff." It's like proving that Spider-Man is a good guy here. Uh, yeah, for sure. In case you didn't know, he's a he's a chill ass dude. Um, and he's like, he says, "I've got to go destroy this big old machine before the space-time <laughs> continuum collapses." Great stuff. Uh, more battling prowler appears for the first time i didn't know if this was like a og this wasn't a villain i had seen before it must be unique to the miles morales uh universe i would say uh, yeah as far as i know i think like it's one of those ones where there's been different prowlers yeah like different takes yeah. on him obviously um, yeah but yeah great look i love his like villain oh, yeah. design the big old cape is like his mask is like scary in the in the film when uh his when he appears and when he like uses his claws and stuff there's this like horrific like dubstep bass hit every time he does things and it's, yes. it's super spooky but we don't hear that we're hearing some sweet floyd um i think we're hearing money over the sequence yeah it's another fight scene to money which which you know guys you gotta stop scheduling your fight scenes during money yeah. it's not quite as good 30 as minutes you want in, it. it's not good get out of here yeah um yeah we got a uh, kingpin showing up as well i love his design also and that yes. he like takes up most of the frame whenever he's yeah. on screen a lot of the time they frame it so it's just his face floating in black because he's so yeah. huge uh, and other times he'll like 
take up the entire like left side of the screen and just see you just see his head and the rest is like black around him it's great it's his design is another one of my favorites like he's not even that crazy of a villain he's just like a dude who's really big (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think he's big in any other spider-man i think they just like they had this chance because it was a cartoon to be like yeah he's big (laughs) this ain't your dad spider-man I think he was big in the Spider-Man game that came out at oh, a similar okay. time around this. Uh, possibly after, possibly before. I have no idea. But yeah. um, didn't play that either. I was burnt out on Marvel. Marvel. Wow, you yeah. were burned out. Because that was another thing I that know, was huge. I know, another right? one that was really good apparently. But nope. Wow. You, you, you cut me deep, Marvel. But you've won wow. me back kind of with this one. So maybe I'll give it a go. Okay, that's good to know. Um, yeah. But I, I just love the design of him. He's really good. Uh so they use a really good uh, alternate reality glitch kind of effect throughout the movie mm. here. Like it sort of rips it. when they turn the collider on, all, all the like buildings and stuff sort of fracture and fractal out into lots of different colors. There's a really good bit where the uh, um, light lamp post like gets a thousand different lamp posts and of different types all joined together. And exploding yeah. outwards, and this is later described as a Banksy by a random <laughs> yeah. passer- passerby, which is a good bit. Oh, mm. it's cool. I love all kinds of alternate reality stuff. Looks good. Uh, yeah, it's executed yes. really well in this film, so. Yeah. Uh, so the the Collider, they fight on it, they, they like... They, I feel like a kid describing a movie. Yeah, <laughs> That's man. how excited this movie makes me feel. Yeah. But, um... Spider-Man essentially he defeats the Green Goblin, but he gets like way too injured. He gets beaten down um, by the yeah. rest of them. And, and then... while this is happening, he gets shoved into the collider, which explodes it. Yeah. And that's important because I didn't click until this rewatch. That's what's bringing all the Spider-Man to the universe. Yeah, it's sort of the idea is Kingpin's whole plan, right? We might as well cover it. Yeah. Here, in that he's trying to like bring back his family, and the people at the computers are like locating different versions of his family in different dimensions at, at the center and like trying to bring them to the center of this beam thing yeah. so when he puts his face to it i guess it's like imprinted with the spider-man code quote unquote and like <laughs> digs out all the spider-men from different dimensions and brings them all in you know it's like yeah here they all are and they sort of just get spit out when the uh, explosion happens now uh because yeah, Green Goblin like sort of breaks the whole thing and explodes the explodes the collider. Yeah. Presumably dying, we don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's a brief scene where Miles gets given like a little dongle, USB dongle. Uh, yeah. Always have... the most important thing in a movie, so the USB stick. The freaking microfiche that is required. It's like whatever it is. <laughs> it's even like called a like a dumb word i can't remember what it is a goober yeah a goober like it it doesn't matter what this thing is it's needed to win <laughs> like yeah <laughs> they make reference to that in the film which is kind of great um of course yeah but yeah he like promises spider-man that he'll uh put it in and stop them turning the reactor on again so yeah big stakes yeah. Uh, oh yeah but yeah it's, everyone will die if he fails is what spider-man <laughs> says which is like geez dude all right yeah. And then, yeah, I guess King- you don't, don't mince words when it comes to that, I guess. Guess not, yeah. Uh, Kingpin comes over and bloody 
slays spider-man kills him yeah crushes him with his big kingpin hand <laughs> yeah uh, it's brutal uh, honestly this hit is like really fast and yeah and you're just like oh god damn uh yeah they sort of linger on it for a long t- a little while after this mm. as well to really let it sink in um yeah by this point um us and, and them have started as well so we're getting that somber yeah we're getting yeah. that somber vibe uh and then the kingpin notices that uh someone else is there and sends prowler after them who's in hot pursuit of miles uh, mm. chases him down on like a motorbike there's a fun sequence with a subway train and all that um and yeah manages to yeah. get away manages to evade prowler again scary yeah he's got the scary claws he's got like hover boots he's got a lot going on prowler yeah I'm gl- it's good it's, i'm glad he's good at branding i've always like you wouldn't know what to call him it's true he's, hover boots claws cape he's nah. pretty complicated dude but yeah he's got, yeah god, god style for sure um <laughs> But yeah, uh, he goes back to his, Miles goes back to his family home and stays with them, and they're like, alright, I guess you can, but you're supposed to be at school, you little rapscallion. Um, (laughs) And then yeah, the news has come out, the news come out, Gareth, Spider-Man is dead, (laughs) question mark? Yes. Yeah. He did. It's very sad, sweeps the nation, we get to see all these- It's so interesting the way it's like, presented, it's like very realistic and grounded, that's just like- He's dead, and we've discovered that he was this 26-year-old. 26, which scared me. Young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Off and Yeah, lot. named Peter Parker, who's just a photojournalist. And yeah. Yeah. He's like mm. a very somber, like, sequence where, like, all the people are finding out on their phones and looking around. Yeah. Um, people are buying merch. <laughs> to go to his funeral and dress up as wee spider-man and this this is where we get our obligatory uh stan lee cameo i think the last one right because yeah i think they extended it like gave him a couple more shots or something because they um it's happened after he passed away yeah like shortly after well like i think i think he he obviously contributed to this and then like his voice and then um yeah before the release of the film he died so yes yeah yeah uh, but yeah, he plays like this little uh, store owner guy, really good. Yeah, and even that they managed to have their cake and eat it too, because they let him say this like powerful speech about mm. how the Spider-Man costume always fits everyone. Yeah. But then it turns out he's doing that because he doesn't give refunds. Yeah, <laughs> very good. <laughs> it's really cleverly done, yeah. It's like yeah. prophetic, but also like a uh, bit of a joke in there yeah nice it's all good stanley cameo should be uh yes right mm. the ones in the x-men movies are like so, well like the later x-men movies are just so boring yeah it's just stanley looking at things <laughs> it's like wow look at that that superhero <laughs> amazing even that would be better than just like man wearing sunglasses that perfectly reflect a bomb going off wow yeah yeah oh well <laughs> oh well we got a good one in this movie yeah we'll take it yeah uh yeah so there's a wee memorial well i say we it's huge there's it's in, massive, front of, yeah. in front of the old town hall mj gives a wee speech about like him just mm. being a normal dude it's all very yeah as you say very grounded very sad kind yeah. of wild to me i didn't expect spider-man to die in this movie no yeah i think they had to keep it because that's miles morales's like comic book origin as he mm. takes over the spider-man mantle when when peter parker dies yeah that's great yeah yeah like i had no idea about any of that so that was awesome. yeah it's good eh? it keeps you like 
because you kind of go it's one of those little tricks like if a movie breaks that kind of rule yeah it keeps you on your toes even if it then obeys every other movie rule you're like you're like maybe oh, okay. this person could die different, you know yeah yeah uh yeah it's so, so anyway he starts learning from the old comics about how to be a, a spider hyphen man and like <laughs> sort of tries to recreate uh peter parker's like own origin story by doing the like building jump sequence yeah um but it doesn't go well he like falls all the way down uh and breaks his bloody dongle his usb yeah in his pocket so he his can't Uber. do the promise anymore it's bleak yeah uh another 42 reference here he like knocks off some uh signs and stuff that so there's a four and a two next to him on the ground when he lands oh nice yeah yeah just another one i wonder what the significance of the 42 is in this movie other than it being the spider that gets him it must be like unique to this universe or something i don't know it's definitely yeah. a motif but i'm not sure what it references maybe if i read comics it would i would get it I'm um, looking it up, but this website wants me to turn off my ad blocker, uh, so I don't know. We'll never know, listeners. Oh gosh, now it wants me to sign up. Oh my god, it's not worth it. Uh, uh yeah. I'll just read again. The comic. A weaker podcast would turn off their ad blocker. Yeah, hell. This low. is upsetting. Hope you're listening to this podcast with with ad blocker enabled. <laughs> so yeah, every get... time we talk about something we enjoy, it just beeps it up. So yeah. that's my advertising. <laughs> the fre- refreshing taste of. Sp- um uh yes he visits spider-man's gravestone gareth to to apologize to him for breaking his usb his spider usb doesn't that's very sad and then he runs who should appear but alternate universe spider-man is played by um the guy with the most generic name ever who i can never jake johnson that's the one jake johnson who is great he plays nick and new girl is how i know him very distinctive voice yeah Uh, yeah i was happy to see him uh here he is i was stoked he was in this because like it's uh chris pine is playing this universe's original spider-man yeah who does a fine job i would say but again like it's playing much more of a straight-laced character and like that he it's clear that uh jake has fun with this this character absolutely he's like diving into like being this loser type <laughs> yeah it's a really fresh take on spider-man honestly um yeah it's, it's we get the redux of the of the origin story the like the joke is that like one more time let's do this one last time and it happens multiple times throughout <laughs> oh, yeah throughout the movie uh but yeah it's like the same story but it's got a very sad bent to it where like mary jane leaves him because their their relationship falls apart and he sort of like loses confidence in himself yeah and And he invested in a spider-man themed restaurant yeah never do that he says no Uh, (laughs) which is strange because like spider-man in this reality made a christmas album and that was fine so well, yeah, I suppose music and food are pretty different things. Suppose. There you go. You heard that from me first. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Put that on. So in this guy's universe, in Peter B. Parker's universe, yeah. I'm reckoning he's got the same Pink Floyd as us. Wow. You think he's from, I reckon like, he's from our universe. He's from real world universe? Holy yeah, crap. that's why his story's so sad. <laughs> I mean, fear like if you're thinking about actual reality it's pretty sad i guess but damn yeah. dude that's a harsh read on real life <laughs> or do you reckon like his pink floyd is like an acoustic duo yeah 
It, I okay. like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a big... Okay. They they had the movie Tommy in that reality as well. <laughs> yeah. They put out the dark side of the moon, but it's just like a circle on the front, and that represents a pinball. And inexplicably, Pinball Wizard is in the middle of this album. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. And like, leaves on money, and then segues into um, Pinball Wizard, and then segues back into money. Oh, wow. Just mid... It's, yeah. like, it's like a short solo within money. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I love that. Okay, and what's the goblin in this universe? Okay, the green goblin of this universe, uh, he, I think he died. He did well. He, like, he, like, defeated Spider-Man several times, but then, like, in a freak accident outside of this, like, outside of battling Spider-Man, like, just died. It was very tragic. And, like, Spider-Man's cut up about it. You thought my thing was dark? Yeah, there you go. That is actually real dark. That would be so... I feel like that happens in the Watchmen comics. Like a character oh, yeah. villain just dies off camera and like is a human and they just get sad. Yeah, that happens a lot in Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that Watchmen would be like real life, I guess. Yeah. Which is a way harsher read on reality, on actual real <laughs> life. Because holy crap, those comics are sad. Um, uh, is this a sad off all of a sudden? Yeah, <laughs> fight me. To... <laughs> fight me until I cry, Gareth. Um <laughs> My tears are saltier. <laughs> Alright, let's get back to having fun. Um, there's yeah. some... Another slick little uh, mini difference is that the NYPD is called the PDNY in this universe Ooh. as well. Which is I only yeah. call on this Pink Floyd watch, which I like. Because they're here to arrest old mate uh, <laughs> Miles at the gravestone. I don't really know why. Just for like hanging out with a homeless guy. I guess is what they think yeah. is going on. It's weird. Anyway, or like for, they think he potentially assaulted him, right? Because he's knocked out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We get brain damage playing over a fairly slapstick uh, escape sequence where Miles is using uh, Peter's web shooters to like latch onto the subway and things like that. It's very silly. Uh, lots of fun stuff with like a snowman covering his face and things like that. It's good. Yeah. hard to describe in an audio form though. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we get a clips into the album, playthrough one, as uh, Peter like wakes up tied to a punching bag. I guess this is at um, Uncle uh, uh, and no Aaron. Aaron Aaron Uncle Aaron's house. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Mars is like interrogating him about what's going on, and he escapes uh, by like doing this thing where it's like you should wa- not never watch the mouth, watch the hands. That's what he says, and I like that yeah. this comes back as well. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, he can't escape properly because of his like glitching out effect from being a different dimension, being from a different dimension. That is mm. uh, another fun like playing with the frame kind of sequence where like uh, he's walking on the wall and we're getting like a perspective shift of that, and Miles like desperately trying to like come down and talk to him without yeah. doing that is really good. And yeah, it's like convincing him to actually help at the start of playthrough two here. Yeah. yeah. They have to re-steal the little dongle from Alchemax as the new plan. Yeah. So there we go. We've got a new mesh so get... at the start of playthrough two. Yeah, they get on the bus. Yeah. Which is smart. And someone says we don't have a second to lose at some point around the scene. Yeah. And I wrote that down because it's second play. Yeah. And 
you know, sometimes when you're on 32 episodes, you think that counts as a sin. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Well, I'll allow it. They grab a wee burger. Yeah. Overbreed. It's good times. Yeah. Yeah. Catching the bus. Uh, he says that this will be like, save your energy. I don't want to swing all the way there is what he says. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. It's very frugal. I feel like actual Spider-Man would do this too. Like, yeah, for sure. Non other universe Spider-Man. It's great to note that this Spider-Man uh, in his spider costume, because his like legs part of his costume broke off when he was flying through the dimensional rip or whatever. He wears sweatpants for the remainder of the movie, <laughs> which is yeah. a great little take, actually. Yeah, I think it's yeah. This movie knows that a Spider-Man mask is pretty funny. Oh, totally. Like, yeah, like you said, it's seen the memes, so therefore. Yeah, Spider-Man sweatpants is great. Yeah, it really leans into the whole comedy aspect throughout, which yeah. is really good, yeah. Like, even through this, like, plan sequence when they're going to um, Alchemex, they're like, we get really silly, uh, like, a cut to a comic book sequence of them um, planning this this infiltration out. And yeah. it's, it's very comedic, like, posing and stuff like that. He says you'll steal a bagel and things. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah what uh, what else do i have to say oh yeah he says uh also in another difference between uh quote-unquote our reality or other reality that we're used to is that um the octavius in this reality is female which is interesting yes yeah live yeah which is to a friend another great take i didn't see this one coming either which is no awesome. neither this got me so pumped so, alone in the cinema <laughs> yeah <laughs> She has these awesome... Her arms, her spider arms, are, like, full of some sort of goo or mm. liquid that powers them. Like, some James Cameron yeah. nonsense. Oh, yeah. It. He's got the James water flowing through those arms, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, super gross. I do... Her arms in this are really cool looking, and that she can, like, turn oh, them into, yeah. like, kind of circular saws and things like that. She uses yeah. them to great effect. It looks really good. Um, also... In uh, upcoming universe, we see that like OG regular robot arms Doc Ock exists in like the other dimension, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. So different. We it's canon that there are different villains in different um, different dimensions. So yeah, sweet, sweet which is little just, tip. It's so nerdy to be that excited by that, but oh my gosh, it's that's exciting. Um, yeah. Anyway, I did the first time I saw this. I had the biggest Wikipedia dive into all their universes <laughs> in the comic books. Hell yeah! It I, was pretty sad, but it was so much fun. I just, I just dived deep into Kingpin and what his whole deal was. <laughs> I just wanted to know about oh, that no. big boy. <laughs> he shows up actually here at the at the start. Yes. He throws a spanner in the works of that perfectly executed comic book plan that we saw play out, but. Uh, so Miles has to go in and screw the plan up. He has to run in and like warn Spider-Man that Kingpin's in the building, basically. Mm. Um, and then yeah, they they're like listening in on uh, Liv and Kingpin chatting and saying like how this did like fairly standard Spider-Man stakes, and like he's like sort <laughs> yeah. of through with it, but it's actually not because the world's gonna end. <laughs> is what he says. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's actually actually forget what I said. Yeah. Uh, which is a good, good wee joke. Uh, what happens now? Uh, they like... Um, Spider-Man tries to seduce Liv. Yes, he does. Um, that goes terribly. She's pumped that there's another Spider-Man. Yeah, Miles is turned really... invisible. 
for this as well. Yes, yeah, Miles can turn invisible. This, uh, there is a lot going on in this movie, but again, it's handling it so well. Yeah, so we've seen his like extra powers that he has beyond yeah. regular Spider-Man powers. He has the um, like the ability to cling to walls and stuff. He can turn invisible as like a fight or flight kind of mechanism, and also he has that electric shock thing that he used on um, yeah. on uh, Peter B. Parker. Uh, when he first arrived which he, neither of which he can control at will right now but you know so yeah he's yeah. trying to steal this uh, use the password and hack into this computer quote unquote um, while Peter's trying to seduce um, Liv here which doesn't go well he yeah. ends up trying to like steal the whole computer which is really funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah including the monitor yeah and it's so cool to just watch it like bouncing around yeah it's really good they like do it in the shape of a person so like the monitor represents the face and like that bobbing around as if it were talking is really good yeah um and yeah they have to uh it's revealed the reveal of um her being octavius doc ock is here it's just blew me away i was like oh my god didn't see that coming oh, yeah. uh and then yeah there's like a cool escape sequence over time for us yeah uh, and then yeah, it turns out that Gwen is also in the building, and you're like, what? Okay, I guess she, like, moonlights here. <laughs> all will be revealed. Um, yeah. I can't believe how, like, this is how much I love this movie. I forgot to mention, uh, there's clocks when we realize she's Doc Ock. Yeah. That's the Doc Ock clock. The Doc Ock clocks. Yeah. All right. I like it. And then, like, spying around to On the Run was a pretty good thematic sync. Oh, man. That, yeah, that's good. <sighs> Oh, yeah nice doc clocks it's doc clock doc clock clock is very good oh man yeah uh yeah so then they like have to escape there's like swinging through autumnal trees which is very pretty to look at mm. um with like laser gun wielding scientists in hot pursuit and also doc Ock. um and yeah a new spider person appears on the scene and it's uh spider gwen Yes. We get her return origin story here about <laughs> her whole deal, which is great. I just love this as a re- recurring motif. It's brilliant. Yeah. It, do- it wouldn't work if it was long. Like, it has to be really, really short, and establishing it at the get-go was perfect. Like, just as an idea, uh, like, having that at the start of a Spider-Man movie is good enough, but having it as, yeah. like, a joke throughout the movie is just so clever. Um, and in her universe, who are Pink Floyd? Okay, um, her universe. I don't want to say they're all female because that's like the easy gimme kind of version. Yeah. Um, what would they be? Her like artistic style in the universe. Everything's sort of like pink and blue, sort of aesthetic. Yeah. And so I want to say that they are a synth pop band. <laughs> Ooh. exclusively yeah they formed like 10 years later yeah and they, in the 80s instead yeah they formed in germany <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're german synth pop in that universe yeah. yeah the lunatic is on the grass pink floyd yeah <laughs> perfect and the goblin um this is relying on you to know a lot about the green goblin <laughs> I, I don't know too much about the green goblin other than like the existing like spider-man movies toby Maguire stuff really beyond that i'm yeah. not like i'm not that guy i do love goblins but i don't yeah maybe it's just he's like a, a labyrinth style goblin dude if i one. had my way all green goblins would just be labyrinth style <laughs> goblins all right 
Like, yeah. I just, yeah, that would be the dream. This, instead of, like, <laughs> being regular people with origin stories and stakes and stuff, it's just like, nah, the Green Goblin is a Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid just, so. He only wants us some gold. <laughs> Spider-Man won't give him that gold. <laughs> yeah. He, like, doesn't understand that, like, gold's, you know... It's valuable. It's not that valuable. It's just like, nah, gimme. It's valuable to me. The green goblin. Yeah. Throw, he saw that Spider-Man has one gold filling and he's like, oh, I want it. And that's his whole drive. <laughs> he didn't even, yeah, he, it was in like a bad drawing of Spider-Man that he saw. And he's like, ah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's got some gold on him. That's all I need. <laughs> Arch enemies. <laughs> but yeah, this, we, this is kind of shoehorned in, but we get um, a little flashback of Kingpin's motivation with his family. Who like, he was beating up Spider-Man and his wife and kids saw and we're like oh no mm. you're a big scary man that we didn't know about before <laughs> it's like <laughs> all right guys and then they like flee yeah. in the car and get into a car accident and die um yeah i guess like if he wasn't beating up spider-man spider-man could have saved them from this car accident but like people die i don't know yeah i guess he i don't know he seems like the kind of guy who would blame oh, someone else for he this. totally projects on spider-man for this, yeah. for this, he's like, I must punish Spider-Man by breaking his back with my big fist. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he also employs this little guy called Tombstone, another guy who I'd never heard of before, who is apparently like a recurring Spider-Man villain. But he just sort of looks like Frankenstein and has guns <laughs> as his whole deal. <laughs> yeah. He's great. Frankenstein of guns. I want to know more about Tombstone. Where's Tombstone's like movie? Yeah, you know Tombstone's going to have like a billion comic books. Oh, but totally. We can't sync that with Pink Floyd unless we read at a certain speed. Oh my god, that's too much work. Yeah. Uh, this podcast is enough work already without me taking on a Tombstone's load of extra work. <laughs> you know? But imagine if that was your thing, that you were the guy who knew everything about Tombstone. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I don't really want that to be my thing. That, that, I think that would be not work wonders for my brand. Which yeah. is in tatters already. <laughs> tombstone your brand, man. Yeah, tombstone your brand. Tie your shoes and tombstone your brand. From the top rope. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a little nice sequence where Spider Gwen's talking about um, it being nice that there's not she's not the only spider person around. There's like a cool camaraderie that this film builds where it's like... Yeah. Uh, you're never uh, even if you think you're alone you're like you're never alone they're just like there are people out there just like you going through the same kind of things that you are you know especially yeah. at the like high school age is what this is targeted at as well um yeah, yeah super it's yeah. very clever like thematic tie-in there um but yeah they go and visit aunt may who's like sick of reporters and is like a massive badass in this movie but, yes, uh, I loved Aunt May. Yeah, she takes them down to like a little bat cave equivalent that Spider-Man has. Straight up, this is the bat cave, right? There's like a jeep and a motorbike. Yeah. I don't think it's Spider-Man's I think it's a plane. Yeah, I don't think Spider-Man's ever had like a secret base, right? I don't think that's... Yeah, it. definitely not in the movies. Nah. But fair enough. He's got a wee bat cave. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's great as well that he's only been spider-man for like 10 years this other guy's been spider-man this up peter b park has been spider-man for way longer and yeah. didn't get the cave yeah it's, it is kind of cool actually yeah. um, it's also like quite it this isn't really um dwelled on 
but in Peter B. Parker's universe, Aunt May is dead. Um, and so this is like the first time of him seeing her in like 10 years yeah. from his perspective, which is kind of wild. He's like, I don't think I'm ready for this. And everyone's like, well, the movie has to continue. So <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's kind of annoying. He gets more time, um, missing, uh, MJ than he does with Aunt May. Oh my god, yeah. I really yeah. want... If I could cut one scene from this movie, it would be the MJ sequence. Um, oh. Straight The up. one coming up where he looks at the photo? Or the one no, the, the bread, bread bit. I, <sighs> I cut that whole bit. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. I mean, it depends. Like, if you're going to put some sweet other thing in it, or... If I'm allowed to use that minute for whatever I want, you can use it. You, cut it. you can use it for whatever you want, other than that. Yes, other I'll just that. waste it podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. It's like I just I will use that minute so that I can align things better with Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. uh, yes. Anyway, there. There's another little good joke there where he's, he Aunt May asks Miles what dimension he's from, and he just says Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Is, just it's a joke that like doesn't even land in the movie there's like an awkward silence before they moved on <laughs> it's really good yeah uh and then yes there's three other spider-men that show up quote unquote uh oh yes yeah we've got spider-man are we gonna are we gonna like hit these individually and talk about all their pink floyd equivalents or do you want yeah me to do all let's three go ones? let's go let's talk about the spider person how much we like them okay which is probably gonna be a lot yeah why that is, what their Pink Floyd is, what their Goblin is, and what we're doing in that universe. Oh, wow, okay. This yeah. getting longer by the second, so... Um, <laughs> we've got uh, Spider-Man Noir, as voiced by Nicolas Cage himself. Yes, um, love him. Great stuff. This is another thing I knew about beforehand, um, going into this movie, that Nick Cage offered a role in this. Uh, he's from, like, a 1930s Spider-Man universe, where everything's noir... Everything's yeah, like, beautiful black and white halftone. Yeah, everything's black stuff. and white. He's in black and white for the whole movie, which is great. Yeah, there's lots of jokes about him not understanding color. He's like looking at <laughs> yeah. looking at Rubik's cubes and like getting really confused. It's a yeah, really good bit. Um, love it. So <sighs> his oh, man, okay, Pink Floyd in that universe. Uh, like they're a barbershop quartet. Oh um, yeah, and they're like, oh man, yeah. It's just all acapella versions of their tracks, <laughs> yeah. Which makes like great gig really weird because it's just screaming yeah. <laughs> on the run is wild. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, look, yeah, definitely seek that one out um, if you can through the universes, the dimensions, whatever. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Goblin. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like he. I'm interested like, what they actually tiny... did uh like mickey mickey mouse era goblin huh oh i'm interested in what they actually did for the um for the noir comic books yeah but i like you all right oh he's just a former circus freak oh <laughs> with a reptile like skin disorder oh yeah who became a major crime lord i like that no i need to save um cartoon uh goblin for a future character um yes. we've got yeah so we can we can go with the existing i one. reckon he this one will be real into like shadow puppets though oh i like that take yeah yeah he wasn't like a circus like, freak quote unquote he was just doing the like shadow puppet theater <laughs> yeah It'd be a really cool motif actually in a comic to do that um yeah actually yeah dang another good one good idea yeah Take notes, uh, Marvel. We're coming up with ideas for you. Uh, 
And meanwhile, we're like two uh, hard-hitting newspapermen Are who we? secretly <laughs> um, try to print our newspaper strips over top of pictures, like fine art, oh. to see if they sync up. All right. I like that. Yeah. Or no, novels. We like oh, shine yeah. a light through a page of a novel onto a painting, Yeah. see if it syncs up. And then we write an article about that. Yeah, man, we're doing some like national treasure ass shit and no one gets <laughs> it. Um, yeah. Okay, continuing. We've got Penny Parker, who is yes. an anime girl, spider girl, quote unquote. She's just a regular girl who has yeah. a robot with a spider inside, and the robot has the personality or soul of her dead father in it, I think, is yes. what is introduced. It's anime to the max is the idea, um, yeah. Like, anim- like uh, what do you what do you, like Sailor Moon style magical girl um, Powerpuff Girls equivalent here? Yeah, Powerpuff Girls not an anime, but similar kind of vibe is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, interestingly, she was created by Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. What like the art or the design? Um, so in the original Spider Verse comic, he wrote her her arc. Oh wow, her. interesting. Yeah. Because he's also a very good um, comic book author. There you go. Yeah. That's a sweet fact. Um, okay, so everything in her universe have to be animated to the max. Uh, yeah, so, so I'm trusting you on this, on all of these, because you're the anime Floyd expert of the two. did the intro for Neon Genesis, Genesis Evangelion in this universe. Okay. Um, and, <laughs> and they also somehow wrote Fly Me to the Moon, uh, which is the <laughs> outro. I don't know how that works chronologically, but they did. Um <laughs> Yeah, so they're just like, and they're big in Japan, but they are also just, they're just still from the UK. <laughs> they're exactly the same every other way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're just like big in the anime scene. Um, Can one of them have like big Dragon Ball Z here? Uh, yes, but it's fake. Like a keyboardist? Okay, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a, a two-page. He's balding underneath. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Goblins. Um, oh, the goblin's a Digimon. Yeah. He's a, <laughs> the goblin is a Digimon. I love that. He's a, There's a goblin Digimon who was awesome. I can't... Goblin? Gob, probably Goblin Mon, surely. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, he's like... Yeah, he's from the internet realm that is transferred into real life. And, and yes. Uh, yes, what's her name? Penny has to fight him, even though he's like made of bites and bits. <laughs> um what else have we got is what are we doing um yeah i feel like we are people that constant we're like recurring bit part characters that constantly get like obliterated by various explosions yeah <laughs> like <laughs> like we're always in the background and it's just this, us two guys that always like are like oh no and just like yeah yeah we get wiped out every episode <laughs> um there you go uh, she's also voiced by Kimiko Glenn, um, who is Soso in Orange is the New Black. Uh, fun oh. fact. I like That's it. her character name, right? Not you reviewing her. No. That's her, her character's name in that show. Oh, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> she's good. I like her character. Yeah. Um, okay. Finally, we have Spider-Ham, who is yes. a spider who got bitten by a pig. <laughs> a radioactive <laughs> pig and turned into Spider-Ham, who is a, like... Uh, Looney Tunes style variant of Spider-Man. Um, yeah, way over the top. Uh, voiced by John Mulaney in the film. Uh, yes, who hands it up, haha, quote unquote, a lot. <laughs> uh, it's so great. He um, offered to 
ad he was like told he could ad lib and stuff around it and he ended up doing like lines like he's been spider-man for a week i've been spider-man for i'm in spider ham for 10 fucking years <laughs> and then they're like john that's great but this is a kid's film <laughs> I feel like him saying, like, the talking animal line coming up is him ad-libbing, and that's a good one, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, he's from, like, obviously, like, Looney Tunes era world. Um, Pink Floyd. Uh, yeah. It's interesting, so they've, like, I've... Because I'd knew about Spider-Pig well before this movie for some reason. Mm. I think I'd heard it existed, and I was like, that is so me. Spider-Ham, sorry. Not yeah, Spider-Pig. Spider-Pig's the Simpsons reference, so... Yes, that, that mistake might keep happening. Um, but yeah, he's like... So everyone's already got their amazing um, animal-based puns already there. Like, um, the Green Goblin, I know, is the Green Gobble, and he's a turkey. Nice, that works. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure, like, anything I try to come up with is going to just be, like, the second draft of those ideas. Mm, yeah, it, it, kind of, it does kind of have to be, like, a um, pun-based animal thing. They could be, like, a group of flamingos. Um, oh, That would work. Yeah. You know, yeah, I like that a lot. That are just in a band and, yeah. and have Pink Floyd songs. It's all, like, weirdly serious, but they're just flamingos. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would be the dark side of the... Dang, I thought I'd have it when I started it. <laughs> the shark side of the moon. Well, there we go. There you go. That's good. And it's just like light emitting from a shark's mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, hang on, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> All right. Uh, we start, of course, with speak to flee. Oh, yep. Okay. Breed. It's not oh, very good. Oh, that's no good. <laughs> I don't um, ever want to listen to a song called Breed. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the run. On, on. Oh, this is not enjoyable. This is. No. This is like what it's being in the worst um, writer's room. For real. Just like, like uh, anything that can work here. Yeah. Ugh. Honey, and it's all written. It's all got B sounds in it. That's good. That works. Um, that could be like a Weird Al one. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is just like weak Weird Al. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, what was it? We we are there. Um, yes. I don't know what we are. I feel like we're doing like a sort of. Um, uh, this isn't even close to what like ad actual animation is. But I want to say we're doing like a Statler and Waldorf like Muppet thing. <laughs> we're like up in yeah. the peanut gallery, just like watching the events play out as little yeah. cartoon versions of ourselves. And of course, you're James Beer in, and you're yeah. a bear. Okay. And I'm Gareth Barkler, and I'm a dog. All right. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Sweet. Got there. I'm glad to know my weakness now. My one, my kryptonite is animal puns based on Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. It's good to the podcast reveal things about ourselves, eh? <laughs> yeah. Some people open up about their lives. Yeah. That's overrated. Let's form a niche. Um, <laughs> Okay, so whew, let's oh. dive back into the plot. Thanks got... for sticking with us through that segment, listeners. Wow, yeah, we're... that's the last time we do that, I promise. Um... <laughs> oh, wait, Turkish Spider-Man? Oh, in the Turkish nah. universe, I am that little uh, guy that says, fly away, little birds. <laughs> that's me. And so is Pink Floyd, and so am I, yeah, and the Goblin so is, is a everyone. puppet. He embodies the entire world, that little man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to know his story. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so... Yeah. Cut back. So they kind of... They all glitch out. Yep. They need to come up with a plan, and they decide... 
Um, Miles is going to plug in the um, goober and help them get back to the universe. Yeah. But they don't trust him because yeah. he's like his powers are so weak and uncontrolled. So he kind of just storms off and he goes to his uncle's for uh, guidance, for help. Yeah. But his uncle, of course, is away. Um, we yeah. know this from all the phone messages that he's been he's been calling him up several times. He's like, I'm away <laughs> for work. I'm out of town. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so he like gets he on the way there. He gets like a bunch of voicemails from his dad, who thinks he's like uh, drifting away from him because of the whole sending him away to a pub, uh, private school thing. Um, yeah, it's very sad. Uh, he writes like a little letter to his uncle Aaron. Uh, while he's here being like, I need your help. Help me out, friend. But who should turn up in this bloody house but Prowler, mm. Gareth? Oh, yeah. Prowler walks in and, like, thinks that... It, Miles obviously thinks that it's um, Prowler's been, like, tailing him this whole time and has, like, finally found where he is. But no, Prowler is his Uncle Aaron. Yeah. And this... I, like, put it together when he entered frame... But, like, damn. This is a sweet twist. Yeah. Like, it's good. Like, I d- it didn't, like, get me, in, like, out of my... Like, <laughs> Goodbye. I've lost... I've lost everything. Um, it didn't hit me immediately like um, the Octavius reveal did. But, yeah. like, this one I saw coming a little bit. But, man, it's serious. I think they kind of banked on you knowing that. Because I think in the comics, Prowler is his uncle as well. Okay sweet but yeah either way they they then use the emotional side of it to make that hit yeah it chases him down again there's another prowler prowling chase sequence yeah and uh yes uh it gets away again evades old prowler still doesn't know miles now knows that his identity but not vice versa um yeah the new goober i've written my next note is the my new goober is constructed by anime girl spider-man <laughs> <laughs> which is a, that sums it up that is a sentence that i wrote um <laughs> uh yeah miles returns and like is like uh oh, my uncle is uh my is the prowler and <laughs> noir spider-man's like man that's a badass origin story <laughs> yeah <laughs> again like directly talking to camera um just a little note about this i think it's kind of fucked up that like later on they're all talking about like for me it was this person who died um they could have warned him that everyone has tragic backstories if they're spider-man like yeah i suppose that's not something that they would have thought to all put together right i guess not but yeah yeah so it's like someone's gonna die <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> damn dude uh it's like part yeah. of being spider-man apparently um gotta have these narrative stakes yeah man uh yes uh there's a big old battle that plays out at aunt may's house with like a bunch of things breaking um there's... oh yeah including spider ham just breaking a plate on his own head just for fun um yeah yeah very rude uh <laughs> he's a rude dude rude dude with a toot and we've got uh introduction of another villain here scorpion whose all his dialogue is in spanish which is translated on screen in a little text box yeah really good so like good. that um yeah, there's a re- another like really sweet action sequence with the Prowler and uh, Scorpion and a Doc Ock, of course, all here. Yeah. Um, and Prowler like it results in Prowler like pinning Miles on the roof, like extending him out over the edge, ready to kill him. And mm. the Kingpin's in the car nearby, being like, 
finish it. <laughs> and then yeah. Miles reveals who he is under the mask, and Prowler's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't kill my own nephew. Um, Which is fair. And I'm glad that he doesn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. full-on villainous dude, clearly. Prowler, bad guy. Working for Kingpin. Mm. Probably done some murders. Um, but yeah, doesn't kill his own his own nephew good yeah uh mm. but yeah he like hesitates on killing him and then kingpin shoots him uh in the chest poor prowler yeah. dies uh gets like taken to an alley by um miles and is like crying over him it's a really really sad sequence yeah and this is um when we get some very dramatic parts of um old us and them by pink floyd yeah man this including he gets shot exactly when that voice goes like uh, not gonna kill ya. Yeah. Which is nice. a lie. That was a lie. That was Kingpin lying to camera. Get out of yeah. here, man. Um, yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. I honestly think this hits way harder than the Uncle Ben death in regular Spider-Man. It's, like, way more serious, I think. Yeah, and we get more of an idea of their relationship than we often do in um, Spider-Man movies. Yeah. It's yeah, like, I got you there. Also, I, like, I guess like Uncle Ben's like a major father figure for, for Peter Parker, but like he's so much—I uh, don't know—he's so much of an older dude. It's like, yeah, and they're like more like grandparents in the film, so it's like sad in the way a grandparent would die <laughs> in a horrific accident, quote unquote. But like, yeah, like you know, I don't know. This one just hit me way harder. Mm. it's very sad he like maybe it's just like you said you like this movie so much more than the other one i guess so yeah yeah that's probably it um there's the down and out line after he dies as well uh, it's very yeah. sad uh yeah the body gets discovered by the dad who has been like called onto the scene uh because this yeah. is fight involving multiple spider-men that's <laughs> what it says over the radio i think spider people yeah um yeah uh, and so yeah he thinks that spider-man has killed his his brother <laughs> yeah. if he didn't have reason to hate spider-man before he sure does now um yeah damn even though he's like supposed to be dead or like someone masquerading as spider-man maybe has killed his yeah. brother but yeah bleak yeah and it all kind of like the scene ends right at the end of um us us, us and them yeah yeah really works also the last line in us and them is the line the old man died yeah damn which if you take old man to mean father and father to mean father figure yeah you got you making a sink stew with that that's a big old sink baby yeah um baby <laughs> uh yeah miles like obviously distraught about this whole thing he gets visited by the other spider crew in his room um who say like this is where they talk about that like key motivator motivator being people that died spider ham yeah. though honestly delivers it the most eloquently he says that like uh part of the hardest thing about the job is that you can't save everyone which i think lands so much better than saying like for me it was this person who died like yeah. trying to make him feel okay that way but like i think weirdly spider ham is the only one that gets it right <laughs> <laughs> yeah like he's just got emotional intelligence and who knew his dimension yeah that's it pigs are supposed to be really intelligent there you go that radioactive yeah. pig bit him gave him <laughs> super pig intelligence <laughs> it is very funny uh, that that it's yeah. a pig that bites him that's a good bit yeah so like 
um, the flatmate comes home, the roommate, and they, they all hide out. from him, and then he sees them and faints. And that was a scene, I think, in the trailers, but it's still just a joy. Still good. And then, yeah, they have their... Conf- they confront him saying they're going to go um, stop the collider without Miles. Yeah, and pa- Peter decides that he, Peter B. Parker decides that he will be the one to stay behind to like stop because he feels that like he's already screwed up his own reality enough that it's like yeah. he's willing to die <laughs> rather than go back, like sacrifice himself and be like the hero or whatever. But it's yeah. kind of wild. This like whole it's a really new take on Spider Man. The whole like suicidal almost style Mm. like he's gotten himself to this position of being like completely distraught uh in a similar kind of vein to like a batman type um yeah yeah like batman's doing his thing because he's like sort of become he's so messed up by his past that he's become this like figure of justice and heroism you know and he's not working like the story of spider-man's always been a lot more uh optimistic yeah yeah that's sort of his appeal i would say as well yeah for sure so yeah it's kind of good that they didn't make peter b parker's story as like an actual movie because i feel like that would be terrible it would be like yeah really hard to watch um yeah it'd be like the gritty remake oh my of god Spider-Man it could movie. potentially have happened as well like what with all the yeah. like gritty like post uh like uh watch like dark knight you could say it's like let's reboot spider-man and do the batman thing to it like that could have yeah. well been the thing that happened but no it almost definitely would have been the third andrew garfield one oh my would God. have been like that that would have been because those were just getting dark and soulless Ugh. yuck yeah i remember going to see that uh first andrew garfield one and like it doing nothing new and just being yeah. so bored <laughs> I watched that and felt nothing, like, and then I watched the sequel, and that was fun because it was kind of, like, just so missed every mark it tried to hit. Oh my god. It's just, it is better than the Tobey Maguire version, I would say. It tells the story of Spider-Man better than that, but because Whoa. it's the same story, like, it doesn't really change anything or do anything different. It's just, like, yeah. it stays true to the comics, probably, but, like, I don't know. I still have a huge soft spot in my heart for the Tobey Maguire ones. I think they're great. Oh, like totally. those were my first M-rated they're movies I got to watch. Like, oh, yeah, I'm all for them. That's probably what kicked off my Spider-Man fanship. No, oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're good. I'm not going to deny that, but yeah, I don't know. This is the best yeah. Spider-Man that has been. Yeah. What can you say? The ones with Tom Holland also pretty good. So you know yeah i like those um yeah we got uh oh man where are we at uh, he ties <laughs> up he ties up little miles with uh, his sticky web and <laughs> oh my god i'm losing it and he says he won't know when he's ready to be spider-man and that it's a leap of faith that he has to make yes which really hit me this watch that line yeah it's with good. a bit of pink floyd playing with a bit of i am any color you like by the rock Ooh, ensemble pink floyd that rock ensemble really just touched me known for their album shark side of the moon um <laughs> and yeah it's like we get brain damage as they all leave starting up um yeah there's a, another really heartbreaking sequence now with the like dad on the opposite side of the door thinking that miles is just ignoring him uh he's like yeah. trying to talk to him about his his uncle dying 
but Mars is like tied up and unable to speak on the other side. Bleak. This is awful. Yeah. Um, very sad sequence. Uh, he, he also like feels like he's losing Miles in the same way that he like lost touch with his uncle with his brother, mm. which is brutal. Like the arc that the dad goes through in this movie is pretty interesting. Like, heck yeah! We, I wish we had more scenes with him. Honestly, he sort of just yeah. shows up later where it's not necessary. But I wish we had more like interstitial things with him, like about their relationship deteriorating because I just think that's interesting. Um, yeah for sure maybe it'll get addressed more in a sequel but maybe yeah i think it's just like brian terry henry is just actually such a good actor for real he crushes (laughs) this role yeah i can't wait to see him in more things yeah same atlanta's been a great one for him eh? yeah oh atlanta's just so good yeah shout out the fact that it gave us lakeith stanfield and brian terry henry (sighs) Yeah, just having so much room to breathe in that in that show as well. Yeah, fucking genius choice of making um, Donald Glover making himself the straight man as well to like all the yeah. insane shit that happens. Oh God, what a great show! Yeah, check that one out, listeners. <laughs> Unrelated to Spider Man, almost completely. Mm. Um, anyway. <laughs> This well, not unrelated because Donald Glover campaigning to be oh, yeah. in the twenty fourteen, the twenty twelve Andrew Garfield Spider Man yeah. is what led to them creating um, Miles Morales. Oh, really? And so there's a shot in Community. Oh gosh! Oh, get your get your get- pieces of paper and connect them to poster notes, listeners. All right. There's a shot in Community season two where. Um, Donald Glover is dressed as Spider-Man. Yes. And that was to reference that um, campaign. Yes. But in um, old mate Prowler's apartment, yeah. you see the TV pause and it's that shot on the TV. Unreal. What? Like, Whoa. like full circle. We got there. Yeah. Thru- Give me anything and I'm going to link it to Sp- Spider-Man. <laughs> shot of at the end of the movie where Spider-Man is looking and seeing like the matrix of the whole exploding particles and things seeing all the universes at once but that's me listening to you work your way back (laughs) damn impressive stuff that's now that's podcasting um (laughs) anyway this is given that whole sequence that you explained the donald glover connection has given uh miles the motivation boost that he needs to be free um (laughs) yeah and he bursts forth with electric his electric powers that he's now in control of um, yeah we get like a really slick uh little montage sequence of him like making his suit uh going back to old uh old may i nearly called her aunt may <laughs> her shack uh and um she's just listening to rap music as well badass what a boss sipping some tea yeah that's my whole vibe. i hope the um universes where she becomes a spider-man come into play in oh, the future yeah. ones i'd be into that yeah i think she's called like spider may oh, all right i, I mean, think i might that might have been me making that you up. only need to change one letter that would make sense um yeah save a lot on like making new signage yeah uh there's a really slick little um shot here with the mirror like not the mirror the, he's looking at a, the suit inside the cabinet and him now measuring up to that where previously he wasn't he like there was a shot of this before and he was like not filling the shoes of spider-man he was not measuring up quote unquote yeah and like him now like matching eye to eye with spider-man and able to wear the suit is the motif here 
The yeah. Eclipse starts up, and we see him being Spider-Man for real for the first time, basically. Yes, and it works so well to Pink Floyd's Eclipse. Oh my god, it does. Him, like, yeah. suspended in the air. The shot from the trailer with him, like, uh, upside down, suspended in the air, falling towards the city so good with eclipse yeah uh, this is one of my favorite eclipses yeah it's awesome yeah it really works like at the end of this playthrough as well like that he's gone through the journey of him like becoming spider-man and now filling the shoes for the first time we're ready for the final confrontation and the final play yeah. of the album oh yeah the final playthrough is just your miles spider-man yeah man heck yeah into it uh Oh, yeah. So, we cut to Casing Kingpin's, like, building. He's in sort of... Is he in, like, the Empire State Building or something? I think so. Some fancy New York building. Yeah. Um, he's, like, a... He's having, like, a whack-ass memorial dinner for Spider-Man, which yeah. he doesn't believe in. MJ's there. Uh, and, like, underneath this is the big uh, collider at the bottom. Um, yeah and yeah this is this is the weird sequence with peter um like getting catharsis and talking with mj about bread um i hate this sequence but you know whatever maybe i just I guess I'm you know the love, love and i love bread so <laughs> i'll put them together it, it's very frustrating for me because he doesn't use like he uses the bread as like a metaphor for the ways that he can like be better to her and it's just so cheesy <laughs> i don't know cheesy ass bread gareth <laughs> yeah yeah all right you got me we'll there. move on it's fine it's fine it's like good <laughs> like he's figuring out we need to get peter b parker to the stage where he's able to go back to his own universe and this is part of it so yeah. i'm fine with it um we get breathe as we're heading down for the final confrontation. Like everyone is descending at the same time to the collider because we know where that's we have to go there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. They turn it on as soon as the spider crew arrives, like dead on, and they're all fighting, battling all the villains and stuff in there. Green Goblin probably dead in the background. Poor guy. Yeah. Um, or just like injured, and they've buried it over him, and he's just like, "Hey, oh, I'm trapped down here." Guys, <laughs> uh, Miles shows up using his invisibility power, and he's like fighting. He he matches everyone. He joins in. He's figured it yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, yes, we get. There's a small room that gets raised into the path of the beam that gets like for Kingpin's family to arrive in, presumably. Um, yeah. But this causes interrupting the beam's like flow. It causes psychedelic cityscapes and like vehicles and other items like giant uh tapes and things to fly out of this yeah like a nucleus of an atom kind of looking thing it's it's so cool it's rad as hell this whole fight it's... sequence is unparalleled it's so yeah. sweet looking they have a lot of fun with extra dimensional space and uh cool flying buildings um gravity being out of whack it's so cool <laughs> yeah really good um, like it's perfect for spider-man as well they're yeah. like a beautiful like that's why i love the toby Maguire one so much you feel when he's swinging around and the camera follows him in those movies yeah man but you feel it so much more when he can swing around and he's not even swinging based on like our physics no. it's like like no other character would play in this universe as well as he is literally playing in it jumping around and stuff yeah 
they're using like the full elasticity of the animated style as well like him yeah. like being flung around like crazy there's a bit where he gets like uh where miles get like sandwiched between two buildings and has to like fly through them and he's just like stretched beyond imagining looks great yeah um, and there's like a pink floyd also pink floyd are bringing their a-game because there's like a cool kind of juttery sound as that part happens yeah alter some on the run we got on the run a over great this, song for this which works yeah it's really good um there's a, a good little sequence of her yeah the him flying through the buildings is like he's going to put the goober in uh the machine just before the on the run crash happens uh sadly the anime robot also dies uh yeah so alternate universe penny parker's dad dies <laughs> yeah well is the dad the robot or the spider i think the soul of the robot is oh, okay or like the dad designed the robot and is part of its ai or something anyway she's cut up about it yeah but yeah she would it's be. hard to relate to like the bit part character's father that soul is in a robot you know that's so many layers of obfuscation of sadness <laughs> more so than Unless Uncle something that's happened to you yeah has <laughs> <laughs> this ever happened to you <laughs> find the like smallest grief counseling network available yeah man um <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah clocks are all going off in time as it's time to send people home everyone's yes, jumping into the little uh little beam going getting sent back to their own realities delivering the final send-off lines and sad goodbyes uh, yeah and yeah except for peter b parker who's like still a pretty intent on staying um and they have this like talk uh he like miles like switches it up on him and like talks him out does the same move on him like tripping him up that he did in his own apartment um, yeah in his own room and then yeah like he's like how will i know if i'm ready to go back to my own dimension he's like you won't it's a leap of faith which is sweet it's like bringing it all yeah. back home to him which is so clever and yeah goes home so yeah yeah very very nice oh, nice little goodbye yeah i love that like even though because these characters like especially spider ham they're like they're like the chocolate and the trail mix. They're, like, yeah. bro, they're what gets you excited, but you know if the movie had too much of them, it would be it would kind of lose its like heart. It dude, would be as nutritious. Spider Ham gets close to being too much for me, but like Whoa, it's strong disagree. Uh, he's like it, he has like ooh, it's if he had like a few more lines, I'd be like kind of tired of him. But he's like wow. used sparingly enough that I'm fine with it. Yeah. Because he's so jarring to the rest of the tone of the film. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. You know, like, the same, in the but same loved... way the like, anime girl is, honestly, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. But I did love, like, because it's so jarring, him fighting the scorpion was beautiful. It was great, yeah. yeah. Using the, like, anvil on him from, like, hammer space. He's got literal <laughs> hammer space. Yeah. Which is so clever. Uh... It's like a really specific animation reference that if you don't get, like, <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, yeah. So then it's just Kingpin and Miles. Yeah, final standoff. Them like fight. facing each other down on the side of a building with like atoms and crazy particles flying around them. This whole fight scene is fucking magic. It looks yeah. so good. Um, also, this is where Mars Dad shows up inexplicably being like, the building's exploding, you know? Yeah. But he's just here, I guess to like further the stakes, but he didn't need to be here but whatever um, no it's cool he got to see it all and he's like wishing spider-man will get up showing he doesn't hate spider-man 
Yeah, there's sort of a, a switch up, right, in his opinion. Yeah. There's, there's a clear, like, character change for him where he sees Spider-Man get beaten down and he's like, get up, Spider-Man, you know? Like, and that's cool. That's cool to see. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's fine uh, that he's here. Kingpin, yeah, he does the same move on that he used to kill Spider-Man OG. Yeah. Yeah, with his, like, powerful fist bang. Uh, <laughs> but then speaking of using the same move, Miles goes... And touch it goes um yeah. with the what is it called sorry the shoulder touch the shoulder touch he goes hey gives him a hey and then electrocutes him. i love that hey is written on screen <laughs> while yeah. this happens as well it's so good um <sighs> yeah it's yeah really it good. saves the bloody day saves the day like electrocutes the big panel and that's enough to shut down this machine um, yeah massive explosion occurs it's amazing that no one dies um, yeah but yeah, manages to save the day. It calls his dad after this as well. Oh no, we get the, yeah. we briefly get the shot of Spider-Man seeing infinite realities that I really want to comment on. Oh yeah, which really, looked very good to some Pink Floyd as well. Really good into that. It's like full 2001 yeah. direct reference, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, and it's just some great gig in the sky, which is the perfect kind of song for that. Yeah, Also fun uh, artistic choice with this. The alternate realities look like the spider webs. Um, yeah for stringing out which is a great great choice um oh yeah yeah uh yeah we're getting the the great gig keys playing over that which i'm into as well mm. um yeah yeah he gives a, a little the vocal starts up we see that everybody's okay um he talks with his dad on the phone like still dressed as spider-man being like i'm sorry that it's everything's fine i know about my uncle dying um, yeah and yeah the, the dad like tries to reconnect really awkwardly and then as spider-man he goes down and like hugs his dad which is a really sweet moment i loved it yeah i liked it a lot yeah and then he's using this like fake deep voice to talk to him being like i'm looking <laughs> forward to working with you officer it's yeah very funny um and then yeah there's a, another like direct reference to uh spider-man lore when he's hung up kingpin with spider webs and it's got a little note on them that says, From your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Good stuff. Yeah. The classic line. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, we get one last let's do this one last time. Yep. Where we get to kind of catch up on Spider-Man, how he's living his life. Yep. But it's only been two days. Yeah, and the same style as the origin stories that we've had. Um, very clever. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, we get the final, like, thesis lesson of the film is that, like, anyone can be Spider-Man. Like, and, like yeah. anyone has this, like, hero within them that um yeah it's a great lesson honestly it's it's really cool it's yeah it cancels out the nickelback song from the first spider-man where he's waiting for a hero to save him thank god he didn't realize he could be the hero yeah i'm sorry to everyone who i reminded that song existed yeah never mind was that like like released alongside that soundtrack that song yeah and then spider-man 2 obviously had dashboard confessionals vindicated which wow another banger and then yeah then it was a long break between spider-man hit singles until this movie when um sunflower oh yeah with old mate um, which is a great song post malone who offers a cameo as well yeah there you go yeah sweet that's it that's we well it's not it because this is a marvel film so we have to stick around (laughs) we're getting uh yes i was a fool and i didn't stay for this end oh buddy i got you it's fine um yeah i've did this time i was so excited to watch it yeah so this is one that Granted, another one that AJ would yell at you about. Yeah. Okay. 
That's fine. Uh, yeah, it's the year is 2099. Yes, we're getting, yeah, Spider-Man from the 2099, uh, 2099 comics here, who has the ability to travel back in time, uh, or like two other dimensions. He's been giving like a yeah. little watch, because he's from the future, why not? Um, he can do it um, autonomously. Yeah, so without a portal, yeah. effectively. Yeah. And he tra- he's like, I've got to go back to the beginning, and he teleports back to 1967, the first spider-man comic ever and is he or like the spider-man show i don't know i think it's the yeah comic. the like 60s cartoon yeah and he's here that all the memes are from <laughs> yeah it's like and they recreate the spider-man pointing at spider-man meme here like poke fun yeah. at that which is great it's really really funny as like a post-credit scene worth sticking around for. yeah and joe j jonah jameson or jk simmons characters in it as well really oh man i didn't put yeah. that together that's great he's the guy with the mustache it- and the best part is oscar isaac um, and Greta Lee, his AI, are yeah. uh, credited as interesting person one and interesting person two. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Which, yeah. Amazing. Uh, there's no real syncs with this other than um, the line is like, the finishing line of the movie for us is good manners don't cost nothing, eh? so yeah and that's like kind of tying in with them pointing each other and calling each other how yeah. rude they are, but like, I don't know. Is that a sync? Probably. I like it. Uh, it's a sync. Okay. And speaking of, what did, what did we think? How did it sink? Um, how did it sink? Good. I don't know. It was... <laughs> there were sinks in this one. So... Yeah. That's a good sign. Um, good film. It felt like the most sinks in a while. Yeah. I would agree. We're, yeah. we're not in the, like, one, two range, which it feels like <laughs> we've been in for a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, will- I'm willing to go super generous with this just because I had such a good time but oh uh, now don't let your heart cloud your science yeah it's tough man yeah I'm an i could give being. this an eight or seven point what yeah five. who's getting yeah. emotionally clouded now gareth i don't know what is that high to you we've given like mouse hunt an eight i feel like i feel like eight's too high now okay i don't think we've i like seven point four one less than labyrinth sure okay seven point four yeah lock it in there we go Spider hyphen man. Complete. Seven hyphen four. Seven hyphen four. Seven two four. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, it's my turn to choose next week, is it? I don't remember. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it is, it is. Okay, okay. Um well, do you wanna do a fun one? Or do you wanna do <laughs> a spooky ooky spooky one? Oh gosh. Well I feel like we had a lot of fun <laughs> and I, we're of course in the sad universe yeah the real universe so i think we have to um we've already had our fun this week oh. so let's go spooky all right sweet all right well, i have no preamble but my spooky one that i have prepared is mulholland drive gareth oh gosh <laughs> so we're doing that this week yes oh i can't wait to just tell the story of the time we first saw that yep <laughs> that's kind of why i chose it we got yes. david lynch's masterpiece mulholland drive yeah we're going to be the two people who finally figure that movie out, thanks to Pink Floyd. I've also just seen that this movie is two hours, 27 minutes long. So, holy oh. moly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, we can do it. We can. We did Avatar, so I think anything's within our range <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, James, there's just one last piece of... Uh, one last piece of business we have to cover. Okay. Um, I've just turned on the video in our chat. Oh. This entire time doing this audio Whoa! podcast, I've been wearing my Spider-Man outfit. <laughs> you have? Oh my yeah. god. Now that's a twist I never saw coming. That's amazing. 
Take away screen grab at that. Ah, uh, I'm trying. I, I can't it. remember how to do it. Oh my god, I've grabbed you. Oh, that's amazing. You're just looking very sternly at me now. Um, yeah. All right. I, 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 oh. That's the best. I'll leave it on just to say goodbye to you. All right. I can't turn yeah. my webcam on because of course it's broken. Oh uh, yes, that sounds like your... That <laughs> syncs with your computer. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Um, until then, everybody... Um, I've been Gareth Blackley. I've been just the voice of James Barron. <laughs> and we'll see you on the dark side of the moon. Spider-Man, 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 I don't know the song, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>